For the first time, an alleged brainwashed CIA assassin has agreed to tell the world what she says are her terrible secrets, her incredible double life. This is her story. It started when I was a very young child. Um, my father was an assassin. He also was involved in programming children through torture, through mind control, uh, hypnosis and other means. He was wanting to use me as a guinea pig to show his associates, particularly at the CIA, what he could do with one child. So um, I started being trained how to kill when I was four years old. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. That's right. Yes, it is. With Ryan, Larry, Springhill, Josh, and the Luma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, the Manchurian Candidate. Here we are, Shoop Kitchen Studio, another day, another dollar, another penny for your thoughts. Uh, I'm trying to think of like sayings from the Midwest. What do we say in the Midwest? Oop. Oop. <laughs> oh, I burned the toast there, eh? Newsflash, bear, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I'm going to get spanked by a newspaper. Um, I just cannot wait to get into the subject. Now, I mentioned this before we started, but this is basically something that could be like one of several episodes. The Manchurian Candidate, I mean, it was a book initially, but when it comes to MK Ultra, which we did cover in episode nine, this is a subject that really, I mean, CIA mind control tactics is so broad it could be its own podcast. There's enough people that have reported being mentally messed with. There's enough people that have reported strange government programs who, who forget periods of their life where they get pulled into a Thunderbird and driven somewhere with a hospital and crazy stuff. I mean, there's, there's stories on the internet from here around the world. But before I get too far into it, it's time for a truth corner. Oh boy. Ooh. And I want to 
say something after I get this out, but have any of you ever been hypnotized? Hip- sorry. Hypnotized? Hypnotized. Hypnotized. I'm making up new words here. Hip in the eyes. Have any of you guys ever been hypnotized? Wow. I think Shakira's been hypnotized. Have has any have any of you guys ever been hypnotized by anything that you can think of? I don't believe in hypnotism at all. So wow. no, I have never personally been hypnotized. But I uh, they had a hypnotist at my um, graduation senior all nighter, and did it was. It? It, I mean, it was interesting. I can't. Re- I didn't know anyone that did it. I wasn't like friends with anyone so i couldn't ask them like were you really hypnotized but i don't know it's funny some girl they told her she had a bird on her finger and she was petting it and they said oh the bird flew away and she started crying so (laughs) (laughs) that was kind of funny watching watching someone's dreams get broken yeah she looked she looked so sad they're just the look on her face as she watched her bird fly away i always wanted a bird i always did Larry, have you ever been hypnotized? No. No, I haven't. I saw hypnotism when I was at Six Flags, but I'm of the mindset that most people who can become hypnotized also have kind of a weak or an easily manipulated mind. Now, I want to make a call out to anybody out there who's listening to the show, anybody who knows of anybody, check out our email at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com because maybe... I thought I threw you in. Oh, that's right. Well, I'm throwing it out here on the show too, just in case there's there's somebody in the area or somebody that's a listener I, that would like to participate. But maybe it is. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. But yes, we do we do have a line on one, and so maybe in the future, if you guys are into it, we'll hypnotize each other or she'll hypnotize yeah. all of us or we'll get teary-eyed because a bird flies off our finger as yep. well. <laughs> now, scale. One to ten. Do you guys know what a Manchurian candidate is? Uh, it's a kind of cherry in a glass jar, right? No. <laughs> what are those called, Larry? Mar- Mar- Marchieski cherries. Yeah, something like that. Marciano. Marciano. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> a punk wedgie. It, that's the dead Kennedys, right? <laughs> that's an old school throwback. Okay, so basically a Manchurian candidate, and I kind of brought this up in the the messenger a bit, but we, from what I can tell, and we're going to focus mostly on Robert Kennedy's assassination from Sirhan Sirhan. Sirhan? Sirhan Sirhan. Oh, it's the Midwest pronunciation. Must be the cowbell player for Duran Duran. Ooh. <laughs> you're stepping on Larry's territory there. <laughs> The double name, mm. talk talk, loves yeah, the the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on a scale from one to ten, how scary is the idea of somebody being programmed to take somebody out, whether it's from the government or a hypnotist or hell? I mean, I guess you could say that Manson's followers were programmed by Manson himself. How scary is that idea to you? Mm. Well, I had a chat with Derek Zoolander about that, and our verdict is that it's probably a good, you know, 10 out of 10. Okay. See the movie Zoolander? <laughs> um, I would give it a 
like a seven out of 10 just because Mm. the idea of it is really scary, but I have a hard time believing in the reality of it. Yeah. So because I'm skeptical, I'll give it a seven out of a 10, but the idea of it is really terrifying. Lawrence. I must kill. (laughs) I love this movie. In the movie Naked Gun, there's a guy that... that Reggie ja- a guy. Reggie yeah. Jackson. <laughs> Sorry. Just some, some fella. <laughs> some guy. Just no, some um, random guy of ball. Uh, gosh, I mean, a program... I don't know. I, I, I can't, hard to buy into programming a human being. I, I can't buy into it. But on a scale, like, if it did happen... If it did happen, then it's a 10. Yeah. I'm going to agree. 10 out of 10. And I'll say that mostly from doing the research for this episode, which there's some, there's a great book called Popular Crime. Popular I'm sorry. I'm getting the beer lip already. Popular Crime, which um, Bill James is the writer, who's also a good baseball statistics man. Does a lot of baseball stuff too. In Mm -hmm. fact, I brought that book up to Marty and he was like, "Mm, he makes baseball like me. And I was like, not everybody's cool like you, Marty, okay? No, not everybody's cool like Marty. Fucking Martin. Anyway, ooh, cool air. Mm -hmm. I want to also mention the (laughs) uh, book Mindhunter. And uh, that book was the basis for the Netflix series. And the FBI did interview most of these guys. The I think even Mark David Chapman. Oh, I think I'm going to compare Mark David Chapman in some similarities to Sirhan Sirhan. Ooh. Which I will no, I I'm just telling you, man. I think you when you listen to both of these people in interviews, you get the vibe that they are honestly like, "Why the fuck did I do that?" And I woke up out of a cold sweat of a nightmare and now I'm here in jail and I did this horrible thing. Well, he has the three name going for him, so it's never a good sign. No. That guy was Looney Tunes, though. I'll say that. Ooh. Now, most people will say Sirhan Sirhan is too, but they could just be full of crap because me personally, I don't think he is. I think there's two sides to this story, and we're really going to focus on Sirhan Sirhan. Like I said, there, there could be future Manchurian Canada episodes. Now, the girl that we heard in the opening clip, that was just a random... There was an MK Ultra documentary, which I definitely suggest you te- check out. And she was just talking about her, her experience when, it, when dealing with just a father that worked for the CIA and what she went through. And I can't imagine, I mean, they all have different ideas of what they're supposed to do. I mean, if you, let me say a hypothetical here. If you were suddenly working for the CIA, you were an agent or you were a federal Bureau of investigation employee all of a sudden, which by the way, CIA and FBI, they tend to glove slap each other back and forth. They don't get along very well. One likes McDonald's. The other likes Taco Bell. They don't really mix very good. Just saying. I'm talking a lot on this episode. You guys are yeah. quiet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we all know that the Taco Bell side is one that's right. It's true. That's probably. I don't know. McDonald's makes really good fries, though. So, if so you does could... Taco Bell. No, McDonald's fries are better than Taco Bell. Oh, you Bell guys fries. sound like an FBI agent and a CIA agent. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. 
the hypnotization wow. <laughs> of that sound. Whoa, I think Josh just swallowed his own tongue. <laughs> his, his nose is like inflated mm-hmm. back into his head. <laughs> his, <laughs> I'm licking my his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, trucker guy who loves the popping noise. Okay, so now, originally the first testing for people started in the 40s. And when we did the initial episode kind of breakdown, I said we should go for 1940 for Mm -hmm. our time capsule to kind of get the feel of that generation. Now, it's not necessarily for sure the 1940 that it happened, Mm -hmm. that the testing became, because you're still talking World War II, I think, at that time. Yeah, it was just beginning. Exactly. But... I had mentioned maybe we should do 68. That was when Robert Kennedy was assassinated, but we've already done 68. So for shits and giggles and to give us kind of the going into this whole transitional period where the government decided, Hey, let's make people like zombies who do our bidding. We're going to go with the time capsule for 1940. Now it's time for us to open up the time capsule. Ah, yes, 1940. Oh. <laughs> and as usual, we begin the time capsule with... The... April. Music. Yeah! <laughs> Indeed, we do. Not much here, but uh, I'll give you what I got. July 20th, Billboard magazine publishes its first music popularity chart. So you got your very first Billboard chart. Wow. In 1940. And uh, the music is a lot of just big bands. Your Glenn Millers, your Bing Crosbys, your... I feel like uh, I could live in this era and mm -hmm. have the radio on at all times and not be annoyed. Mm -hmm. 100% agree. So we're going to just dive right into births. Okay. This okay. will really give you a, a, a timeline of how old this is. February 19th, Smokey Robinson is born. That name always makes me want to eat barbecue. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> eat it. Eat it. Smokey Robinson will give you the beatish. Does that come with a big old slice of cornbread? Comes with potato salad. Is that, is that like a, a good like 12-inch bratwurst? or Bratwurst hunks. <laughs> it's an inside joke, but yes. Sure, why not? March 15th, Phil Lesh of the Grateful Dead is born. March 29th, Ray Davis of Parliament and Funkadelic. April 12th, Herbie Hancock. Ooh, really? Yes, May 8th, Ricky Nelson, who would give birth to multiple Nelsons that would go on to form the group Nelson. <laughs> that was just a full Nelson. Of- that guy had a chock full of good mm-hmm. sperm in them. Tony Tennille of Captain and Tennille. Ooh. That'd be the captain's uh, uh, purser. I guess so, yeah. Ship. I don't know. <laughs> June 7th, Tom Jones and his giant cock oh, are God. born. Oh, yeah. She's a lady. Oh, um, Rest in peace, Elvira's vagina. <laughs> yeah. June he destroyed it. Nancy Sinatra is born. Mm. July 7th, Ringo Starr of the Beatles. Nice. August 10th, Bobby Hatfield of the Righteous Brothers. Same day as my dad's birthday. Interesting. Mm-hmm. October 9th, John Lennon is born. Wow. It's a good year for the Beatles. November 25th, Percy Sledge. 
of Sledge. Hammer. <laughs> November 29th, Chuck Mangione. That's only funny if you watch King of the Hill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bobby. Just December 11th, David Gates uh, of Bread. I do like Bread. Mm-hmm. December 12th, Dion Warwick. A lot of mercy. Isn't she Jamaican? Iraq's Jamaican? I'm not sure. Uh, December 21st, <laughs> Frank Zappa. Nice. Ooh, I know my boy Ryan George likes some Frank Zappa. Right, Ryan? You'll text me about it later. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, yes, film. On February 7th, Walt Disney's animated film Pinocchio is released, which is considered the greatest animated film of all time. I disagree. I would and we'll so. get to the one I think is. Okay. Uh, February 10th, Tom and Jerry make their de- debut in the animated cartoon Puss Gets the Boot, <laughs> which is what my wife and I call sex. March 21st, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's first American film, Rebecca, is released under the production of David O. Selznick. It would go on to win the Academy Award for Best Picture the following year. Cool. December 27th. Bugs Bunny makes his official debut in the animated cartoon, A Wild Hair. And October 15th, Charlie Chaplin's The Great Dictator. Um, you gotta see that. It's really good. Yeah, it's no, probably his best film. That's the one where he's kind of mocking Hitler. Hitler, yeah, because yeah. he had... That's where Hitler stole his mustache. Well, yep. side note, there's a movie that, uh... Robert Downey Jr. does where oh, he plays so Chaplin. Good. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, I, I own it. that. On, yeah, uh, I went to the theater, got a hand job during that. October, November thirteenth. Yeah. Really good movie. <laughs> World premiere of Walt Disney's Fantasia. That to me is the greatest animated film of all time. It is the first film to be released in a multi-channel surround sound. The film also marked the first use of a click track while recording the soundtrack, overdubbing of orchestral parts, simultaneous multi-track recording, and is cited as a key chapter in the conception and development of the multi-channel surround system. Never seen the that more movie. you Fantasia. What? It's really, really good. I don't know. I think you can get that on Blu-ray and even five or five K, four K at this point. Yeah. Now five um, K. No. Well, camera. I guess cameras they film with are in eight K. Is that so really? That's, on, wow. the, that's yeah. on the horizon. Quick film review. This ought to be interesting. Rebecca. Boomtown. The Great Dictator. Yes. Need to see it. Strike up the band. Nope. The Philadelphia Story. Nope. Northwest Passage. Nope. nope. Oh, it's, I mean, Grapes of Wrath. Yes, that's the first one that I have actually seen. <laughs> and we'll skip the rest because I don't think you, you, Comrade X. No. Yeah, okay. Is it about the X-Men? Yeah. Um, t- <laughs> te- on to television January, the FCC has public hearings concerning television. So that's when the FCC decided it should um, uh, regulate television. Well, it's weird because there's not a lot of television. It really per wasn't. Se. I mean, what do you got? Game shows and like sports, ballroom dancing. Yeah. March twenty fifth or February twenty fifth, the first high ice hockey game is televised. The New York Rangers versus the Montreal Canadiens from Madison Square Garden. February twenty eighth, the first basketball game is televised from Madison Square Garden. Fordham University versus the University of Pittsburgh. And on August twenty ninth. Peter Carl Goldmark of CBS announces his invention of a color television. Ooh. Some newsy type things. Germany invades Denmark, Norway, France, Luxembourg, Belgium, and the Netherlands. Assholes. Uh, 
Benjamin O. Davis Sr. is appointed as a general in the United States Army, becoming the first African-American to hold such a position. That's awesome, but yet sad. President Roosevelt signs the Selective Training and Service Act, making it the first military draft to be created during a peacetime in the United States. So we had not yet gone to war. Franklin D. Roosevelt is elected for an unprecedented third term as the U.S. president. Now, this is because of this presidency, they they made term limits. Yeah, because he, what, he did three and a half? Yeah. And Thanks, I Obama. He, I think he dies on his last term, so that was when they were like, well, yep. well let's never do that again. <laughs> who, knew, who knows? Maybe some crazy orange skin guy might become president. And... Ah, yes. <laughs> Germany, speaking of which, Germany begins bombing London in what is known as the Blitz, an attempt to weaken the British Royal Air Force. Blitzkrieg. Mm-hmm. Lightning warfare. There's a mm-hmm. book my dad has about it. It's fascinating. It's, it, realistically, it's, it makes sense. It's a good strategy. Germans are intense when it came to warfare during that and time. sauerkraut. Yeah. Ooh, love I've sauerkraut. had some intense sauerkraut. No, I can't. Oh, uh, God. Oh, side note, this is completely unrelated, but I have any of you guys had kombucha? I no, have. it looks like horse jizz. What did you think? Tastes like horse jizz. It's thick and jizzy. <laughs> jizzy. And I have some if anyone wants to try it. Josh tried it and he was like, I can't believe you could drink no, this. It's uh, terrible. I seriously wanted to vomit. Super healthy, though. It is. It's, it's, it's super got disgusting. all the cultures. It kind of tastes like tea meets lemonade meets like pickle juice. <laughs> See, you had me till the end there. Meets like whole. the way bread smells. It's like somebody ordered an ice cream and then all of a sudden they decided to put like I don't know, like squash in the middle of it. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah. Ah, uh, some inventions. Penicillin was used to help cure diseases. Morton salt was introduced. Ooh. The first synthetic rubber tires were manufactured. Synthetic tooth fillings were developed. Tiffany's in New York City was the first fully air-conditioned store. Oh, God bless you. (laughs) The first commercial flights with pressurized cabins were inaugurated. The Jeep made its debut on November 11, 1940, and M&Ms were manufactured for the U.S. Army. Ah, yes, sports fans. NFL Championship, the Chicago Bears defeat the Washington Redskins 73-0. Oh, damn. That was a sweet... You almost just leave at halftime. Did they just the lay down on the field yeah. and that's all they did? We're going to have our third string players come in. The game still holds records for the highest score and biggest win in football wow. history. The Cincinnati Reds defeated the Detroit Tigers in the 1940 World Series, four games to three. That sounds like a thrilling championship. And the NBL... The Akron Firestone non-skids, their underwear always clean, win three games to two <laughs> over the Oshkosh All-Stars. Wow. Those names just make you drift right back to that old time. It's like the Plainwell Knickerbockers versus the <laughs> Osh- the, the, the name the that Oshkosh you just All-Stars. said. Yeah, perfect. You really can't get any better than that. No, you can't. And that, my friends, has been the Time Capsule. You can just see the smoke billowing up at the party. <laughs> at the jazz club, because yeah. you could it was you had to, I think it was two smokes required. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sir, we can't even serve you until you have if, destroyed half your yeah. pack of spirit cigarettes. Uh, anyway. 
Oh, nylons were invented too. Oh, that's shitty. Nylons suck. Do they? I hate them. They can, you can use them as a good filter to filter things out. I guess, but like, why? I don't need to filter my legs. No. Like, okay. don't need to filter the lady bits. Nope. No way. They come up so high, too. Like, I don't need nylons that come up to, like, underneath my boobs. <laughs> nylon's the other word for pantyhose, right? Yeah. Not a fan. The pantyhose moment. doesn't sound much better, either, no. does it? <laughs> pantyhose. That's a weird word. I wonder why they chose that. Shaped like a hose. I think the word panty is just weird in general. Like, their underwear. Just call them underwear. Panties. I kind of think it sometimes girls in pantyhose is sexy, though. It just depends on, like... I I feel bad when it's 105 <laughs> degrees out and right. somebody's walking with that because I'm like, can you imagine if you had transparent underwear that went over your feet, legs, <laughs> calves, balls? <laughs> yeah, like it would be. Well, and especially when it's like in the summertime wearing nylons and you like walk and your thighs are chafing mm. and you're like starting a fire because of the fabric. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying over your balls, it would look like a chicken is robbing a bank. <laughs> be an awkward helicopter that right. would be a that would be a hellacious potty slam like thing okay so uh because you didn't have good wrestlemania predictions you, i'm gonna wear nylons for a whole day and then at the end you have to smell my balls <laughs> God damn. mark that a fucking what? loaf of bread falls out for me <laughs> flop we do have summer slant coming up so it's true mm-hmm. Huh, that's why I'm not on that show. So I think Ryan should be on that episode <laughs> just to just to make picks and yeah. see if he can do better, not probably knowing can. anything about anything yeah. than we can. He at least, probably at least would have win. Him do a write in. Yeah, I don't know. We won't make you. You know, and you, you there's no wager. My, I just want to. I'm just curious. She's curious. I'm not bringing the milk challenge back. Ball no, nylons. Thank you. <laughs> my chicken robin clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Manchurian candidate. Now, according to... Let me see here. According to the Britannica.com website, there's a really great breakdown of this whole series of events. Now, Sirhan Sirhan in full, Sirhan Bashara Sirhan, born March 19th, 1944 in Jerusalem, is a Palestinian-born Jordanian assassin. God damn it. We are selling hot cakes. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> of course, the You're... natural Pakistani uh, export pancakes. <laughs> I was going to point to Josh at the moment and be like, where's, where's, where's your British impression? <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly Pakistani. <laughs> Would you like to take a ride in my Volvo? <laughs> your Moo Moo? Your Volvo. Volvo. Uh, <laughs> now... He was convicted of fatally shooting U.S. Senator Robert F. Kennedy, who had just won the primary. So it was a big deal. Yeah. On June 5th, 1968, he received the death penalty, but the sentence was later commuted to life. Suran is a Christian Palestinian. He was born in Jerusalem in 1948. Jordan took control of East Jerusalem and what is now the West Bank. In the following year, it granted citizenship to people living in those areas. It is believed that is that is how Sirhan became a Jordanian, Jordanian, Jordanian citizen. Jordanian. In the 50s, he and his family moved to the United States and eventually settled in Pasadena, California. There he attended Pasadena City College and later held odd jobs 
notably working at a stable. He was a stable boy. Oh, okay. Which is better than being unstable, I, I guess. I guess a 60s job. Yeah. I've always wondered, though, how quickly after, like, the Western period into, like, the industrial period were people still riding horses everywhere? Because you don't see that at all. Like, obviously, 2018. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Well, but I, it would just be interesting to see, like, the one guy. Uh, I mean, the Amish. Right. When you, when you drive yeah. to those areas that you see them with, like, a couple horses and buggy or whatever. Mm-hmm. When but, I'm out prostituting in certain areas, there's actually, there is a one area I go to that there are people that that's how they get around is on their horse. Like, they go to Walmart. Well, they don't. They don't need to. They do trading. No, they go through the drive-thru. <laughs> I'm curious. You want to supersize that? Nay! Ooh. No, what was yeah. that bass drop? Seinfeld bass <laughs> drop. I mean, I didn't even think it was worth it. But I didn't either, if it makes you feel any better. No, they. from what I understand, these people, they they sell all their goods and they travel with their horse. That's so all. they're gypsies. Gypsies, I think that's, a, I think that's racist to say gypsy. Is it? It is actually. You're sub- <laughs> te- no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay because I thought Eskimo was fine mm-hmm. until recently. Somebody was like, "No, it's the, they're Inuits." Inuits. Oh. Which I was like, "What? In you what? In you it? In you wh- <laughs> what? Incubus? Incu- yeah, like I don't get it. You guys need super soakers. These shoops are just spraying each other because they're hot for each other." The they, gotta, they gotta cool off. I was spraying her in the mouth. In the butt. Okay, can we just oh do a show here? God, isolate that shit. Yeah, I will. <laughs> let's put down the water bottle and let's do the show. So, in Pasadena, 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 during that time, Sirhan became a vocal, be, became vocal in his opposition to Israel, especially after the Six Day War, in which the country seized control of various territories, including the Gaza Strip, the West Bank, and the old city of Jerusalem. Sirhan began began directing his anger at Senator Robert F. Kennedy, who he also idolized, because Robert Kennedy said that he supported Israel. I support Israel. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, gotta, Whoa, you, right? you, you gotta swallow. Oh my god, that one snuck up on me. You gotta swallow that booger before you do that in person. Oh. <laughs> Era, I love the Boston clams. My dearest Marjorie. <laughs> my dearest Robert. That's right. So he won the primary <laughs> for the Democrats, and on June 4th, Kennedy won the California primary, and shortly after midnight, he gave a speech at the Ambassador Hotel. Now, I want to kind of sidestep for a second because we're focusing, we're getting really quick into the, into that period. Now from one of the documentaries I watched about Sirhan Sirhan, they were talking about how at the time, that'd be a great steakhouse name, by the way, Sirhan Sirhan, Mm -hmm. get the sirloin of the Sirhan Sirhan, the Sirhan Sirhan Sirloin, the Sirloin Sirloin. You're making me hungry, though. What if it was a fish place, though, and they had, like, mahi-mahi with it? (laughs) Sirhan, Sirhan, mahi-mahi. The surf and surf and turf and turf. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite fish is grilled salmon on the grill. Cold smoked salmon. Ooh, that's a good, strong choice. So you got you went in far after you you tried sushi. Now you're like, ooh, I love fish and I love sushi. <laughs> well, when I had the cold smoked salmon, it was actually prepared by a master chef. So, wow, 
Yeah. Your wife, right? Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> she was fishing in the pond in the backyard. <laughs> yep. Made by my dog. Yeah. Um, I would have to say just a nice battered cod. I'm not a I'm, I'm not a big fish eater, but that okay. one or like a parmesan crusted tilapia. Mm, okay. I love catfish. Mm. You grill it, you grill it. Uh, you can fry it. You can so, bake it. I don't. Maybe care. I just had bad catfish, but like my experience that's, with catfish was like it smelled like vagina, and oh, I would have to assume that that's what it tasted that. like too. If, ah. it's, if it smells like a vagina, it's going to lure me in. <laughs> I'm going to get caught with a hike I've never in my... gone down on a woman, but I feel like I have now. <laughs> yep, exactly. And I, I literally was just looking at a list of people's favorite fish to eat, and uh-huh. catfish was like three from the bottom. Oh, a, po- a catfish po' boy? Oh. But then it, I think under catfish was tuna, which I love tuna. Tuna fish is great. Awesome. I like tuna. But salmon was number you can, one. Oh, tuna's mm. great because you, you can make it in so many different ways, like a, a seared, barely cooked tuna. Oh. Mm-hmm. You could substitute a lot of chicken with tuna. Because yeah. it's chicken to the sea. It's good sure. protein, but you got to be careful of that stuff. So Mercury poisoning. Indeed. Sir yeah, Hans Freddy. And that you've been listening At- to the Cooking Spiracy <laughs> Therapy <laughs> Podcast. The Codspiracy Therapy. Cod hey, <laughs> let, us, let us know if you'd like a bonus cooking show down the line. Uh, Sirhan Sirhan, whose sister died of leukemia when he was 21, was deeply affected by that. He was super close with his sister. And actually, that is what led to some extreme thought that he had at the time. Ended up turning to the occult and actual hypnosis. Really? Because hmm. he wanted to know what happened after you died. He He's 21. Remember how, how you think at 21, you're like, I'm so old. I know everything <laughs> now. I took the ACT, and I know what a beer tastes like, so I know everything. I'm 21. <laughs> By the way, we, I know we have younger listeners. I see you guys interact on online. Live your life. Don't ever try to fast forward mm-hmm. anything. Because right now, we're all 30... Wait, wow. April? How old are you? 29. I turned 30 in December. I'm trying not to think about it. Okay, so we're... <laughs> the rest of us are in our 30s 30s and 50s. So... <laughs> Sorry, I had it was a joke. I love you to death. No, wait, just wait ten seconds. I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come back with really. I love catfish, though. I no. I want. I just want to say that, like, don't get concerned about thinking that when you graduate from high school. Just let me say this for sure. Your life just. Yeah, you're a nerd and your life just started. <laughs> yeah. That's why people who see you are like, when you say... And you're going to spend s- the next 10 years trying to figure out who the fuck you are. Exactly. And spoiler alert, you're still not going to know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm 33 but, and I'm just now starting to feel like I have a grasp on something. I mean, I was looking up this thing and said, uh, uh, how old you are when you're fully matured? Mm-hmm. And it's like 44. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. I still, on a daily basis, look at everything I'm doing. I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. can't they get like a grown up to do this? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not me yet. Living that mom life. Yep. <laughs> Now, we all know he worked as a stable boy, Sir Han, Sir Han. And then at some point, when, when going to see his mother, he went missing for two weeks. According to hypnosis. No, I'm sorry. Strike that. Reverse it. According to his recollection of the time before the shooting happened, he went missing at some point. 
Now, it was seen, though, and this is where I get into hypnosis, because he had three different doctors who hypnotized him and spoke to him to try to get down to the basics of why this whole thing happened. Why did he shoot him? We know he's a Palestinian-born, or, you know, Palestinian-American individual living in this country. Why, why did he shoot Robert Kennedy? Well, according to what he said under hypnosis, was found to have been in some special hospital unit and possibly drugged in some sort of CIA plot. Now, I'm saying CIA, but we don't know that for certain. He was, in my mind, though, the perfect candidate for this type of a setup. After reading about just, like, where he was, where he was from, and the kind of tactics that could have been used to use him as this Manchurian candidate, which, as as I, I don't know if I've mentioned this, there was a book in the 50s that was based on this type of a scenario where you take somebody and through hypnosis and with like, if you fall into the MK ultra thing, they could use drugs or they could just instill some type of deep seated seed inside of you that when they need to use you for whatever they need your bidding for or whatever they bid you to do, they can do that to you. And this situation, when it's, it's basically a, it's a Muslim American. Most people look at somebody and they're like, you're Chinese. And then it's just happens to be that they're not Chinese. They're just Korean. You know, like a, there's like a blanket idea with a lot of, I'm just saying most of like the, the gullible, dumb American vision is just like, do you like? <laughs> I interact with these people on a daily basis on Twitter and Instagram and every other social net- network that I need to delete and just get off of and just make it go away. But it's just like, they're like, hey, ching chang ping pong, you like egg rolls? And you're like, <laughs> you're like, really? Like you hear that sort of thing. I mean, there's ignorance everywhere, but I'm, I'm really speaking for what I see on the internet more than I see mm-hmm. it. Cause on a daily basis, these fucking pre comers are all fucking too scared to actually say this shit out loud. They want to be anonymous on the internet. <laughs> I thought we were going into mortal combat. Josh. I was so excited. See, I thought we were going into the gong show. Bang a gong, get it on. Mm-hmm. Or, so, or vice versa. That's right. <laughs> Now, Sirhan Sirhan, by all accounts, was a Muslim American who was relatively unknown. He was withdrawn and socially awkward and not a drinker like yours truly. No one is. <laughs> do I, do I like... I've press- had almost an entire bottle of wine. That's I, all it takes. I don't believe that. I'm the guy. <laughs> how, did, how was Ryan last week again? No, please, God, don't. We're going to talk about the assassin. Oh, Sounds like a puppy choking. Sounds like squeaky boots. (laughs) It's trying to sneak across wooden floors. I'm home. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was me, folks. I fucked up. My bad. No more more horny monk from Petoskey Brewing, even though I recommend it. Oh, God. That one hurt. (laughs) Some guy's truck just flipped over. (laughs) 
Anyway, on the day of the assassination of Senator Robert Kennedy, Sirhan Sirhan was having some drinks, like your man, yours truly. Um, he was not known to drink, but he just so happened to have indulged and was feeling a bit too intoxicated to drive. So he left and went to the hotel ambassador to find some coffee to sober up. Now, according to the doctors who hypnotized him and got his recollection of that time, there was a lady, a well-endowed lady, mm. Ooh. Mm, boobies, Jitties. with an odd <laughs> nose. She had a weird nose. This is a weird recollection, I guess. <laughs> Does that mean it's like hooked or it's like, does she have a dick nose? Like a pig nose? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, she was hot. She had a polka dot dress. <laughs> My name is Sirhan Sirhan, and I love you, Mm. (coughs) my dearest Marjorie. (laughs) I can't do your voice. I I try to do the voice you do. Nobody does that voice. That's yeah. He's got the corner on that. That's for sure. You guys all sound stupid. (laughs) I got a Comcast deal for you. Arabian Nights, Arabian Nights. You sound Day. like the ghost of Yogi Bear. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. <laughs> I'm the ghost of Yogi Bear. <laughs> that was good. God. Oh. Hello. Oh. Uh, boo-boo. <laughs> Come and get to my picnic basket. <laughs> There's a bit of French on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this girl in the polka dot dress, he's like, Ooh, boy, I'm going to get my Palestinian wiener wet. He did flirt with her. He says he thought he was going to get lucky, according to you. Yeah. Dude, I flirt with a polka dot dress. Come on. 1968. Just the dress, not the person in it. No. Yeah. Okay. Just put the dress on the floor, lady. Walk away. <laughs> But at some point, a man with a clipboard came up. <laughs> Great. Supervision is here. <laughs> he's just, he's like, According to the numbers, you should be done by now. <laughs> She's welling out, and you should be making a move. <laughs> I know. So this man with a clipboard comes up, and basically, <sighs> things get shitty from here on out. He was turned to the kitchen of which the route of the senator would be and was by all means triggered to go into a rage mode and fire on the aspiring politician. Now, you can actually see him walk into this back room, which they had changed the route. Hmm. So it's weird that he knew it. They knew. He didn't know. Oh. According to this hypnosis, he's saying that like he was set in line to go crazy because... Polka dot dress woman, well endowed pig nose, Jitties. tapped him on the shoulder in a specific way, and as witnessed by his attorney and doctors, as he explained it, he shot up out of his chair and went into like a military stance and started firing wildly under hypnosis. He was by all means, according to this, set up to shoot on cue. 
by a trigger, a Manchurian candidate. It's like a code word or or something, or like a hand movement. Just set him off. (laughs) You're going to come. You're going to go. Oh, shoot the president. Oh, shit. That was my dick. That was my first day. Ah, oh, shit. It's my 90-day review. I'm fucked. It's day 89. I was in the kitchen getting coffee. Somebody started pulling my dick. Oops. My dearest Robert. There was also the case of him going to a firing range previous to that, performing automatic writing, which is kind of like would delve into like the spiritual and like um, automatic writing, which which they do when they try to conjure a spirit, which he did according to yeah, the, the spirit hypnosis, of Yogi Bear, and speaking military code <laughs> and terminology to the people. Like well, he was basically like saying like Kilo Lima Delta nine five seven. Like speaking almost like quadrants or like different things that he was trained to do. Mm-hmm. Now, he also had an, a, uh, he had a shortwave radio and he did have a ability to just like tune into like different radio stations through his, addi- not addiction, but his uh, hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, and under hypnosis, this is even crazier now. He could read Morse code, but out of hypnosis, he it made no sense. Hmm. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, you can play that part. Exactly. That's what I was And I get that. But in all these interviews, you can really tell that something's really going on. And what are we at on time right now? 45. Okay. An interesting fact to me before we take a break is that Sirhan Sirhan thought this was all fake when he wasn't in hypnosis. He was like, this isn't, I'm not, I don't know why this happened. I wish I knew. And like, he seems like a victim. Mm. He vehemently, he vehemently, 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 he vietnamly denies denies this all. Mim, 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 <laughs> Even though he could decipher, like I said, Morris code under hypnosis, but not out, it's insane. He never remembered the girl in the dress, the radio man, which is another character that he saw. Jitties. Who also did have a shortwave radio. He used to talk to this other character. There's just like, there's a girl in a polka dot dress, a radio man, and then the fact that he went into a rage mode after she tapped his shoulder. It happened though. Robert Kennedy was shot and killed by him. So is that real or is this man crazy? Was he a product of the Manchurian candidate of which this is all based on a book and then made into what Josh will bring up in his segment? Or is this just a fluke? A crazy Islamic guy, homegrown dude who just went off. Now I'm not saying that I'm not saying that all terrorists are like this because we know, in fact, in this country, most of them are our own red, white, and blue. Oh, God, this country sometimes. But in this specific situation, I really do believe that we have a case of something unlike anything else that we've really 
talked about on this show. And I'll bring up more of that in some modern day things that kind of tie back to this whole situation with Sirhan Sirhan in the second segment. But before we leave for this break, I want you guys to know the clip that we're about to play. This is him right after the shooting happened, explaining what he think happened. I started searching for coffee. And that was all what I wanted to do. And I found some. In the kitchen area? But where, I don't remember, sir. In a kitchen-type room? I don't remember where I saw it, but I, yeah. I remember getting the cup. It was a shining... Larger? Urn. And uh, there was a girl there. No, 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 I don't remember much what, I, what happened after that. You don't remember? I don't remember. Do you remember anything? Other than the choking and, uh, and the commotion. I don't remember that. On May 18th of last year, you were sitting and writing in your room. They're, they're the writings of a maniac, sir. They're the writings of Sirhan Sirhan? Yes, sir, but they're not the writings of me now, sir. I'm not mentally ill, sir, but I'm not perfect either. If you had three wishes, what would they be? The first wish, sir. I wish that Senator Kennedy was still alive. I wish that every day that I've been here. Second one, that there should be peace in the Middle East. Now I can still feel the swirl of my Galveston girl in her very best polka dot dress. Oh, we clung to her soul, should have never let go. Of that girl in her summertime vest While she tossed her blonde curls With the rest of the girls And kicked up her heels in delight And all the boys on the sidelines Stood looking for guidelines While she and I danced through the night Yes, she sure loved to whirl In a breathtaking whirl With her very best polka dot dress Flying high on her thigh like a big butterfly That girl in her polka dot dress Oh, polka dot girl It was confirmed to have actually been there, by the way So I got an article here in the WashingtonPost.com It says, who killed Bobby Kennedy? His son, Bobby. RFK Jr. doesn't believe it was Sirhan Sirhan What? It's a big headline. This coming from a relatively recent June 5th. Motherfucker. <laughs> There's some squeaky shoes you have there. Just the before clown shoes. <laughs> just before Christmas, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. pulled up to the massive Richard J. Donovan Correctional Facility, a California state prison complex in the desert outside San Diego that holds nearly 4,000 inmates. Kennedy was there to visit Sirhan Sirhan, the man convicted of killing his father, Senator Robert F. Kennedy, nearly 50 years ago. While his wife, the actress Cheryl, Cheryl Hines, waited in the car, Kennedy met with Sirhan for three hours. Wow. 
He revealed to the Washington Post last week it was the culmination of months of research by the Kennedys into the assassination, including speaking with witnesses and reading the autopsy and police reports. Quote, I got to a place where I had to see Sirhan. Unquote, Kennedy said. He would not discuss the specifics of their conversation, but when it was over, Kennedy had joined those who believe there was a second gunman and that it was not Sirhan who killed his father. It's always the second gunman, gunman that gets them uh, Kennedys, isn't it? Quote, I went there because I was curious and disturbed by what I had seen in the evidence, said Kennedy, an environmental lawyer and the third oldest of his father's 11 children. Damn! That's well, hardcore Catholic right there. I was disturbed that the wrong person might have been convicted of killing my father. My father was the, was the chief law enforcement officer in the country. I think it would have disturbed him if somebody was put in jail for a crime they didn't commit. Hmm. Kennedy is 64 and also said he doesn't know if his involvement in the case will change anything but now supports the call for a reinvestigation of the assassination, which is led by Paul Schreid, who also was shot in the head as he walked behind Kennedy in the pantry of the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles and survived. His sister, former Maryland Lieutenant Governor Kathleen Kennedy Townsend, is now expressing doubts too. Quote, Bobby makes a compelling case. She told the Post, I think this investigation needs to be reopened. Robert F. Kennedy was only, f- oh, I'm sorry, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was just 14 when his, he lost his father. Even now, people tell him how much Bobby Kennedy meant to them. RFK's death, five years after his brother, President John F. Kennedy, was gunned down in Dallas, and two months after civil rights leader Reverend Martin Luther King was killed in Memphis, Memphis devastated a country being beset by chaos. In 1968, the Vietnam War raged. American cities had erupted in riots after MLK's assassination, and tensions between war protesters and supporters were growing uglier. Robert F. Kennedy's newly launched presidential bid had raised hopes that the New York Democrat and former Attorney General could somehow unite a divided nation. The gunshots fired that June night changed all of that. Though Sirhan admitted at his trial in 1969 that he shot Kennedy, he claimed from the start they had no memory of doing so. And midway through Sirhan's trial, prosecutors provided his lawyers with an autopsy report that launched five decades of controversy. Kennedy was shot at point-blank range from behind, including a fatal shot behind his ear. But Sirhan, a 24-year-old Palestinian immigrant, was standing in front of him. Was there a second gunman so with that we call into mind that this is still something that people question and i want to be unbiased i want to walk a central line here Mm -hmm. but again according to the washingtonpost.com they have a recent article that says some call trump a quote manchurian candidate Here's where the phrase originated. Donald Trump, a modern Manchurian candidate, question mark. These bold words were printed on page A31 on the New York Times atop a column questioning the president-elect's affinity for Russian President Vladimir Putin. In the column, Max Boot wrote, 
At the same time that Mr. Trump continues to exhibit paranoia about American intelligence agencies, he displays a trust verging on gullibility in the mendacious and murderous government of Mr. Putin. Unquote. It's not the first time Trump has been called a Manchurian candidate. The comparison has been brought up from outlets as wide-ranging as the Huff Post, Vanity Fair, The Hill, Daily Cause, Salon, and New York Daily News. Most of these columns include Thursday's New York Times opinion piece. Don't mention what that means, like many phrases including pop culture, think Catch-22, and gaslighting. It's become shorthand for something, namely a president controlled by a foreign, these days mostly Russian, power, even though at this point, wide swaths of the American public likely haven't consumed the media that bore it. The phrase first come into existence from Richard Condon, who in 1959 wrote a novel by the title The Manchurian Candidate, in which a platoon of decorated soldiers returns from the Korean War after being brainwashed to believe in communism. One of them has unwittingly become a sleeper agent controlled by the communist Chinese and Soviet government to f- perform a particular assassination which will allow them to install a communist puppet dictator as president. Though it was published in 1959, some of it may have been written a bit earlier. A- allegations have levied against Condon, who died in 96, claiming the author plagiarized passages from the 1934 novel I, Claudius, a book set during the Roman Empire though his agent denies that. At the time of the release of the book, written by a man who chose his profession because the only thing I knew how to do well was spell, which I wish I had that problem. He also received decidedly mixed reviews, notably appearing on Time's 10 Best Bad Novels list while being dubbed a wild and exhilarating satire by The New Yorker. Regardless, it was a hit because it made campy pulp out of the era's political climate. Now. Condon's book played on the fear that brainwashing could be permanent, that minds could be altered forever, was a quote by uh, Menand, who was the uh, was one of the reviewers of the book. If that sounds a bit cinematic for a novel plot, that's because it was. Fittingly, while film historian David Thompson called it a book written so that an idiot could film it, there's other adaptations of this thing that you can find out about. Now, art repeats life, repeats life, repeats art, or something like that. Okay. Or art interprets, life interprets art. Isn't that the thing? I want to look it up next time. Yeah, I'm just thinking off the top of, (laughs) off the cuff. Art imitates life. Exactly, there you go. Yay! Thank you, April. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. That's why we needed you. No, that's not it. That's one of a million reasons (laughs) that we need you. So, we've had a bit of a discussion tonight, folks. I wanted us to delve in a little bit and talk about this case. Now, Sirhan Sirhan has recent interviews with him where you can tell that he is a man haunted by a ghost. This definitely fucked his life up. And I can't imagine it doing anything less. But as we started this episode, and I think I mentioned that this covers a big swath of different government mind control theories and things and MK ultra. 
it's obviously inspired a lot of pop culture. So I think it's time for us to delve into Josh's pop culture. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic Boom! If you want to do it, say it again. Waiting for the baby was on his friend's brain. I've seen the green from front to pain. It's time to break it down and sing the baby. Alright guys, I have a few things for you. First and foremost, Ryan already mentioned it, but there was a book called The Manchurian Candidate, and it was written by Richard Condon and was first published in 1959. It is a, a political thriller about the son of a prominent U.S. political family who is brainwashed into being an unwitting assassin for communist conspiracy. Now, that particular book, of course, it would have uh, eventual movies made after it. Of course, the 1962 film of the same name, The Manchurian Candidate, is it is considered a classic. Now, as soon as I saw this, I had to ask April if she had seen it because it was directed by John Frankenheimer, starred Lauren Harvey as Shaw, Frank Sinatra as Marco and Angel Lansbury as Eleanor. And she actually uh, won an Academy Award for that performance. Angela Lansbury did? Yep. Oh, wow. It's no. an excellent movie. I, I mean, I'll go on record saying that I've seen every movie Frank Sinatra has ever been in. I love him. I think he's fantastic. And um, for someone who in his earlier career did a lot of more comedic roles, the serious stuff suits him really well too. And he was fantastic in that film. I would love for him to like replace George Clooney who thinks he's Frank Sinatra, but he's totally not. (laughs) Now there was actually a remake of said film in 2004. And this one was directed by Jonathan Demme. Demay, D-E-M-M-E. I think he died, but yes, he's a great director. And it starred Leave Schreiber as Shaw, Denzel Washington as Marco, and Meryl Streep as Eleanor. Mm. The film actually was received well by critics and was successful in the box office. Admittedly, I have not seen either film. I've seen that. So, now... Good movie. Based on the idea... Of what we're looking at, somebody coming in, and I kind of went with a uh, someone. Someone is being mind controlled for a higher power and whatnot. I, I I thought when I saw this, I thought of the movie The Lord of the Rings, The hmm. Two Towers. Okay. Now I don't know if, how many people here are Lord of the Rings fans, but the scene in which Grima Wormtongue, the king, or the is using mind control over King Theoden of Rohan. Yes. Now, that's the guy that does the voice of Chucky, by the way. Really? Yeah. Who's the Who's the actor? Does it say? I, 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 I didn't pull that. But I thought it was interesting. Now, interestingly enough, I found out that he was assumed mind-controlled for about four years and, of course, was a, a puppet because Grima Wormtongue was a spy that controlled Theoden's thoughts and the work of Saruman. So, great movie. Now, I have a couple game references. Uh, I actually just finished Persona 5. 
Now, I know nobody here is into JRPGs like I am, but I know someone out there is. Now, what's interesting, thank you, about (laughs) this game is you are infiltrating people's hearts, which ultimately changes their, their minds, right? Now, in this game, Masayoshi Shido, who is your main antagonist. You said he was worm tongue, right? Yes. Yeah, Brad Dourif. That's oh. Chucky. Nice. Wow. Just wanted to confirm. Oh, that's more fine. you know. Uh, Shido uses because uh, he is a political figure. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> is Doctor Jones? <laughs> what? <laughs> he's running for to try to be the prime minister of Japan, and he's uh, getting <laughs> achieving this by having somebody close to him, I'll just say, because with no spoilers, taking over people's hearts to change their mind and or kill them to further advance his political means. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's deep, man. Now, my other game that I want to reference is Metal Gear, so- Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which came out in 2013. Didn't they have a character in it that not a lot of people liked? Yes. It's a split. Raiden was yeah. the uh, main character that you played as in Metal Gear Solid 2. And this Metal Gear Revengeance is technically the last game in the Metal Gear timeline because it takes the furthest in the future. Now, in this game, your main antagonist is a senator, a Colorado senator named Stephen Armstrong. Now, I have this quote that I'm going to read, and please, like, you'll like this. Quote, I have a dream that one day every person in this nation will control their own destiny. A land of the truly free, damn it. A nation of action, not words, ruled by strength, not committee. Where the law changes to suit the individual, not the other way around. Where power and justice are back where they belong, in the hands of the people. Where every man is free to think. To act for himself. Fuck all these limp dick lawyers and chicken shit bureaucrats. Fuck this 24-hour internet spew of trivia and celebrity bullshit. Fuck American pride. Fuck the media. Fuck all of it. America is diseased, rotten to the core. There's no saving it. We need to pull it out by the roots. Wipe the slate clean. Burn it down. And from the ashes, a new America will be born. Evolved but untamed. The weak will be purged and the strong will thrive. Free to live as they see fit. They'll make America great again. All the America, fat Americans want to sleep on that <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Uh, this, no, that particular quote is where people are saying that Trump got his make America great. I don't necessarily no, agree with that. Of course not. He got it from Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I'm not saying I agree with it, but this this was the first Ron time. Ron Reagan said it back in the 80s. That was his catchphrase, was make America great again. Yeah. I mean, they're so off on that. It's crazy. I think Ronald, Well, I'm not Ronald saying Ronald I agree. No, I'm just saying that like anybody who believes that, like crack open a history book for Christ's right. sake. Put down the video games. But this was the first time in a game where I, no. I see the antagonist and I see what he has to say about where we are as a nation. And I actually question, like, do, is he completely wrong? No, and I, uh, in the case of like the internet and all celebrity gray, crap, and all great art makes you question it and your stance, right? In this case, he was using people to further himself to become the president of the United mm-hmm. States. Uh, 
uh, it's cool. It's cool game. to hate on popular stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hate McDonald's. So yeah, that's then the, I eat their flies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have. Go play Persona Five. It's a fun game. that's like the fourth or fifth time you've talked about metal gear it is my favorite game series of all time for good reason game of the year i never said that <laughs> check the tapes you may have <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Damn boys it. and girls when you're not able to find your answers and all the places you tend to look, sometimes it's wise to look for the Yahoo answers. Yahoo! Gentlemen, this week, we've got some good Yahoo answers. Yay! Uh, I... I two questions to the Yahoo Answers community um, and boy are they weird ones Yahoo! The first one it's all, and, and this is all kind of around the idea of hypnotism and mind control The first uh, question is could my cat oh boy. have mind controlling parasites <laughs> I have a cat that sleeps on top of me no matter what position I lay in they always also do. she likes to kiss me which is fine but she prefers to stick her wet tongue on my lips oh that answers it's really my disgusting question. the cat is fixed though she literally tries to slip her tongue in my mouth bad pussy can anyone tell me what's I going on that. is it a parasite that is trying to make her do this please tell me that's hot uh, an anonymous user wrote, turn off the sci-fi channel. No, there are no mind-controlling parasites in cats like there is in ants. She may like the smell of your breath or something you had eaten. I have had kittens and cats do this in the past to me. FYI, cats can carry all kinds of bacteria in their mouths. You really don't want them doing this. Uh, user A. Druid wrote, okay. I, I highly doubt that mind-controlling parasites are doing this to her. If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, she may be trying to mimic what he or she does when he or she kisses you, if you're into that. If you're into that, okay. I'm sure th- she thinks she's just another human, though. No mind-controlling parasites are existent yet, and I hope they never are. Uh, user Stephen B12 wrote, No, your cat is not after any parasites, and her mouth is full of bacteria, so please put the cat outside the bedroom. Perhaps she just goes for moisture if you haven't put water down for her. In any case, stop it now before you get a, get an infection. <laughs> okay. These are... I feel like these are all teetering on, like... <laughs> what is it called when you like to have sex with animals? Bestiality. Bestiality. Yeah. Like, these are all, like... Guys who are like tip, like dipping their big toe into like. Yeah. Mm, maybe she, my cat's my asking cat, for it. My cat put her tongue in my mouth and I licked it back. Is that weird? Yeah, I think he put catnip and like a little bit of like cat food on his lip, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, "Why is my cat frenching me? <laughs> come here, come here, Mister. I have a mouthful of tuna. I don't understand what's come going over, on. Come over, come here, over here, socks." Finish what you started, you <laughs> cunt. You tease. I got a snack for you, Mr. Bigglesworth. Oh, no. Not that. Ugh. 
All right. The second question we ask, uh, is it possible to make someone love you by hypnotism? I want my friend to love me back the same as he used to. Can hypnotism (laughs) help? If yes, tell me some people in Delhi who can do this. Okay. So this guy. Roast beef, ham, turkey. Josh, this would be the voice that you can do. I'm thinking Delhi is India. Yeah. Hello. What was that? When we ask for a voice from you, you can't give us the one voice you're good at. What do you think I am, a circus monkey? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, an anonymous user wrote, oh, come on. It's like a stupid thing to do. Wait, used to? So that means you've been in a relationship with him before or like crush? Well, just keep doing things that might turn him on instead of hypnotism because it isn't true love at all. Lick his wiener. I've heard that okay. monkeys actually have way smaller dicks than you would assume that they, they would do. have. Okay. Gorillas. All of the primates do. Yeah. That's gonna suck. They don't know any different. Yeah. It's like <laughs> my number two pencil. They haven't been exposed to Mandingo and then self-doubt yourself for the rest of your life. Right. Every day. Oh, dear. Uh, user Rajamohan G who is a professor of psychology responded you have misunderstood hypnotism a person to be hypnotized he or she must have a personality and suggestibility when a person is easy easily suggestible you need not bother easily you can make the person fall in love willingness is important like hypnosis mesmerism is also misunderstood there are hypnotic circles and people out there making money out of hypnosis Interesting. Uh, user Purple Heart wrote, Nope, can't mess with free will because it's the God blessing. Yeah. Uh, same thing, like you can't be hypnotized to kill someone unless using manipulate the suggestion or you really want to kill the person with or without the manipulated suggestion. Life finds a way. Either mm. let him go or time will bring you together. Other than that, it is not love. Uh <laughs> <laughs> User Master wrote, open your mind, smile, without pretension, do help or service without expecting back. You will win. No other hypnotism. Uh, user Mashuk wrote, show your talent at what he likes. Yeah. He will be hypnotized. <laughs> yep. Uh, user Sunny One wrote, sorry, sweetie, that is so not possible. If that were possible, I would be married to Brad Pitt right now. Not that attractive, in my opinion, but whatever. Well, the okay. current Brad Pitt—he lost a lot of weight. Even like nineties Brad lose? Pitt. I'm not. <laughs> uh, no, I was just gonna say Brad Pitt. Uh, according to what I read, he has—he hasn't been able to drink because that's part of his like being able to see his kids. That's so a he lost a shit ton of weight because mm. he was a drinker like me. Wow. Just saying. <laughs> God. Brad Pitt sure has some squeaky shoes. Um, user Michael B. wrote, All you need is some roofies, a rope, a handkerchief, and a metal chair. Bend over. <laughs> Indeed. And that, folks, is uh, your Yahoo Answer segment. I just want to go on a game show. I want to go on The Price is Right. You would do well on that. I, I would. You Ooh, would. Or Wheel of Fortune. If they ever had, like, couples Wheel of Fortune, we would totally own. Wheels of Fortune. Yep. We would. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a verdict. In one happy little corner, four friends who love each other. In the other corner, the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. No, in one corner, four podcasters you trust with your life. Why not? Oh, come on. <laughs> I get it. Because you're saying that the four were not us. Yeah. <laughs> it's us. By the way, <laughs> we rule. Nerds drool. But we're nerds, so I guess we drool and we're cool. And we rule? Yeah. In the other corner. It's a Manchurian candidate. Are these things real? And that's the verdict. We have to figure out, can this be a possibility? Is this real? Do we believe it? And there's one person I know who knows I'm going to start with him. He's got a beard, and it's clear he's ready to answer. So I'm going to throw it to him. Josh, what say ye? In the world of science fiction, of course it would be a real thing, but we are not in the world of Star Wars and lightsabers. And so I don't believe... That this man, uh, Mahi Mahi, was hypnotized. I think that he did it and he is playing coy with everybody, honestly. When I watched that clip of him talking about that night, he was smiling and his body language was a little funky to me. I don't believe it. I think that maybe that there was some kind of money, monetary gain from this. Um... Him disappearing for two weeks very well could have been doing some kind of training to uh, be able to not succumb to interrogation and whatnot. So I think he did it. He's just a piece of shit. April. I lovely. Um, I'm going to say, do I think that he was being mind controlled? Yeah. No. Do I think that he was aware that he did it? Also, no. Um, I think that there might have been some drugs involved, whether he took them himself or whether he or was maybe a given men- them. Mental illness. Right. You know, I, I, we all know, and I think we all agree that the government does really crazy, shitty things. And if they were out to get Kennedy. Um, they very easily could have given him some kind of psychotic drug where he wouldn't remember what he did. Um, and then, like you said, because he was shot from a different angle, mm-hmm. you know, they could have easily just pinned it on him. I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think mind control is possible, but I do think the government is capable of manipulating people in such a way that they uh, have the outcome that they're looking for. Okay, so I want to interject real quick by Mm -hmm. saying that one of the doctors actually was able to make him climb up his cage who did hypnosis on him. Really? So he had a very subjectable subjectable mind. Hmm. And it was just by kind of entering his mind like a hypnosis Mm -hmm. or hypnotic or whatever somebody who can do that sort of thing on somebody can do so it's interesting to me to hear what you two say now I'm ready for Larry now this is our naysayer 
He's got some things to say. So what do you got to say about this? Oh, let's see here. We, uh, hypnotism is a, a real thing. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Um, I don't know if you can hypnotize hypnotize someone to do something they don't want to do. So that kind of leaves it open that if he did want to kill him, because this possibly could have been hypnotized to do it, right? He confessed in 89 that the, supposedly maybe he did do mm-hmm. it. So and I, there's been a back and forth. If you're I, in prison that long. Right. I mean, you know, I think Josh was bringing up about conspiracy theorists and you know, the body language and stuff. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that takes like years of training to learn how to read body language. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's really something that we can use as proof mm-hmm. unless someone who is an expert at that could prove it. But I think the door is open on that. Maybe he could have been hypnotized to do it. Wow. I'm going to say after the documentary, the two documentaries I watched and just doing the research on this episode, I honestly think he was trained to kill. I buy this wholeheartedly. I think it makes sense for who they're going to try to set up to do this. It's understandable because they knew that the Kennedys were so influential. Mm -hmm. They knew that they had such a hold on the Democratic Party. And I'm not saying that it's Republicans, Democrats, whatever. Well, look at what happened with Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously he wasn't killed, but I mean... It was clearly his a campaign was his the campaign. Democratic Party shot shit the bed. It was horrible. We can almost do our own episode on that last election. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That, that, <laughs> let's say in about two more years, we have a really good conspiracy <laughs> yeah. to think, dive into. I think so. I think you're right. Yep. This one fucks with me. It really does. This was one of the few episodes that I did the research for, and it creeped me out because I think that he was set up to be the fall guy. And that's my verdict. So this is, I think, the first time that none of us have had the same verdict. <laughs> it's all, but every single one was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes mm-hmm. when you know, man. Well, this I I buy this. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is easier. This one is easier for me to believe over like nine eleven. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is it's we know MK Ultra is real. Mm-hmm. Right. We know that this guy's clearly easy to manipulate. Exactly. Right? He's a Palestinian. I'm just. What does I, that I mean? know I brought no. <laughs> I don't think nationality has no, anything No, I know, to do with but it, that's so. 2018. This is 1968. Mm-hmm. Most most grandmas and grandpas who wander out of Kmart at the time, they look over and they're like, "Oh, look, it's Ching Chang Pak. Look over there, it's Tupac's cousin. Oh, look, it's an India guy. He's going to try to make us eat some. Hello, you want to talk? What do Indian people eat? There it is. Curry. Yeah, he's gonna make us eat curry. Don't eat Tim Curry. He's a national treasure. He is a national treasure. <laughs> now it's time for us to get quizzical. quizzical. Let's get quizzical. Quizzical. I wanna get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. Quizzical. 
jerk-offs. <laughs> We're going to go with famous assassinations for this quiz. Oh. oh, boy. Who assassinated or attempted to assassinate each of the following uh, people? Ooh, okay. Question number one. John Lennon. Ryan. Ryan. Mark David Chapman. That is correct. God damn. Question number two. Harvey Milk. Mm. I'd probably help if I knew who that was. There's no multiple, There's no multiple choice. Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. So maybe so hopefully one of you will come up with the white answer. And Josh. Do- yes. Jack White. <laughs> April. April. Mr. White. <laughs> you Dan Bell well better come up with the right answer here, Ryan. Dan White? That is correct. <laughs> Dan White. Uh, Sean Penn actually played Harvey Milk mm-hmm. in the movie. He was a, a, a gay activist, gay rights activist. I actually cringe when and I think of that movie because he was trying to channel how gay he was mm-hmm. as being an actor, and he was like, I was standing there in front of the Oscar statue, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Twinkie, I, 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 the Twinkie um, defense? Because Dan White was found not guilty because the sugar rush he got from a Twinkie caused him to kill. Oh, Harvey right. No Milk. shit. That sounds like bullshit. That sounds like a conspiracy therapy episode. It might be. Mm-hmm. Question number three Abraham Lincoln. Josh. Josh. Oh, John Wilkes Booth. That is correct. Good man. One to wait. Two to one. We do learn things on mm-hmm. this show. Question. We, we covered that. That was an episode. Yep. It was. Question number four. Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Ah, uh, uh, shit. Uh, uh, I know this. You brought it up on the show before. Uh, Franz Princep. Uh, Ryan. Prin- yeah. <laughs> it's cl- Whoa. There no, I, it is, it's Princep. I mean, that's, yep. that's a hard name to remember. I Ferdinand assassination kicked off World War One. Yes. They, so Ga- Gabrielle Princep would be literally probably the most important terrorist in the 20th and 21st century. Question number five worth five teen points, <laughs> which are like four points because they're teens. Right. Yeah. But it'll get you the win. Yay. I'm angry right now. Question number five. Ronald Reagan. Ryan. Ryan. Fuck. I didn't know that. I was. I thought you said John Lennon in my head, so I was like... Again? Um, I'm going to give this to these two tonight. I can feel it, which is fine. Go ahead, dear. No, I, I insist. After you. Ronald Reagan. Let's put it this way. This, the guy who did this, Jody Foster, told him to do it. Oh. Five, four, three. April. April. Kevin Foster. <laughs> uh, Josh. Josh. Foster's Australian for beer. <laughs> Foster's Australian for da- diarrhea. No, it was John Hinckley Jr. Gosh, I thought um, it was kind of a duck. That's a good one. Dude, this was really good. Hmm. I actually appreciate this because these are all episodes of our mm-hmm. podcast to happen down the line. So I guess I win. You do win. Yep. Hold on. Yay. 
I want to throw a red flag. No, into this. no, you wouldn't have known that one. No, anyway. no, no. It's not well, because technically, I, no, 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 technically, no. I, technically, I knew that. It's not because of that. I just well, I did technically. I, I got a plan of knowing how to do it technically. I want to say it was about eight episodes ago. There was a question in which I said the answer. I blurted it out, much like Ryan did, before saying my name, and you did not give me the point. Okay, in that case, you won. Nerd. So in this case, you won, Larry. Nerd. Hey, hey. Nerd. Everybody wins because we're here together. It's, it's a game that means nothing with nothing. No, but it, it matters to me. Is there a fan out there? Who I wanted you to win this, show Larry. And is like, whoever wins. I'll keep track on my arm with a with a knife. knife. He's gonna come and <laughs> is he gonna come and get us? Good. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've had a great time. I think tonight we we're we, oh, fuck. We've done so many episodes at this point. I don't even know what number we're on. But I want to say thank you to the I fans. Don't either. Thank you to the fans. Thank you for everybody who's out there. Thank you for everybody who's commented, liked our page. But before we get into plugs we got to do a five star shout out five 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 star review yes we got some five star shout outs to do right now now according to six two luop <laughs> do up do up a conspiracy hey. show with a sense a lot of, of mercy humor. well that's not even she gave us or he gave us five stars and says funny and informative. Now, Lil Gazelle, hey girl, you little gazelle, you, little, you. you're a little gazelle. Eighty nine, you need a good brush in. <laughs> gazelle bunching, little gazelle eighty nine, which means she was born in nineteen eighty nine. I assume. Jesus, she says. So These so guys have created a podcast that is a perfect blend of comedy and conspiracy. The topics really pull you in, and the humor makes you stay. When I listen to this, I feel like I'm there. With you the are guys. here. Much well, like Scorpion, we throw our harpoons yes. at you and say, get over here. We're in your ear holes. Lil Gazelle, if you are sitting next to me, I would hand you some Swedish fish. And a Ooh. tall Ugh. steel reserve, and say, oh, "Why are you so cheater?" Because <laughs> he splurged on the Swedish fish. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> not like sour gummy worms and surge. God, I feel like Swedish fish are the second worst candy to come only compared to circus peanuts. Ugh, circus peanuts are pretty nasty. Yeah. yeah, they're horrible. What's the burnt ones? The burnt peanuts? Oh yeah. Ugh. Ugh. They're Boston baked beans. Why the fuck do people even give that out? Now give me a lemon head. We're on. We're oh, right again. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. All right. So continuing on on her great review. <laughs> Sorry, little gazelle. The topics really pull you in, and the humor makes you stay. When I listen to this, I feel like I'm with the guys for the conversation, just hanging out. Keep up the amazing work. I love you, Larry, Ryan, and Josh. Not a Oh, oh, little gazelle. Shame. You know we're taking those uh, seal reserves back. <laughs> Jesus hope, Christ! Hope a lion comes and eats you, little gazelle. <laughs> Just kidding. We know you love April, too. I mean, why wouldn't you, obviously? <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> I'm too wonderful. Anonymous, $57.50, says, I drive a semi-truck. 
long distances on a team route. My co-driver sleeps while I drive and vice versa. This podcast makes it very hard not to bust up laughing, which would result in waking up my co-driver. The sound drop of the saw, then the pop after talking about OJ gets me every single time. <laughs> it gets us Can too, we buddy. give him one for the road? Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's for you, Anonymous 5750. Keep, we love hey, you guys. Truck drivers, the backbone of the nation. Indeed. For sure. We need you guys. Thank you for delivering all the fresh produce and uh, hot pockets that I need to survive. It just makes me think of that uh, that life. old song, like, We got a mighty convoy. Trucking oh, convoy. yeah. Come on and join our convoy. You're part of our conspiracy theory, the, convoy the, the, anonymous. Like it sounds like they can sing, and then the guy goes like, "I'm driving a truck down I'll say this: when an, when anybody's impersonations of of different like peoples of different walks of life, the trucker voice is always way deeper than anything else. So. They have the biggest balls. They do. They do. And this goes out to you, Anonymous. We're dedicating this episode to you, Anonymous 5750. Keep it going. Keep the shit flowing to wherever you got to keep it going. Keep it riding all night long. Keep on trucking on. You know what I'm saying? We got episodes for you all day long, sir. Madam, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think female truckers sound like that, too? Sure do. My name, Are they all from the South? My name's Alice. <laughs> Got a big hole in the back right now. My name's Marjorie. My, my dearest me. <laughs> That's your five-star shout-outs. Now it's time to do some plugs. Josh, where are you when you're not here? Off Tempo Podcast. It's a music history podcast that April and I do, and we've had these guys on it. This week's episode, we reviewed the first two Weezer records and compare and contrast and decide which one we like more. You can find that uh, Off Tempo every Tuesday morning. April? Of course, you can find uh, Larry and myself and Josh, and now featuring the incomparable Brian on the Potty Slam podcast out every Friday morning with a brand new episode. We are a wrestling history podcast where we uh, share stories from the locker room and beyond. Uh, it is uh, You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Potomatic. Of course, if you love baseball history, ephispodcast.net every Wednesday dropping a base. We're hitting a home run for you is what we're doing. Ah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Well, I assume you're a fan of the show because you've been listening to this long. So oh, I hate this show, but I don't know where my stop button is. <laughs> At Conspiracy T Show is where we are on Twitter when we drop ep- episodes on Mondays. Also, conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com is where you can send us a message if you want us to cover something in the future or you want to tell us a story if you want to tell us you love us. We like love. We're lovers. Also, like us on Facebook. Become part of our closed group. We will add you in a Cincinnati heartbeat. It's a Cincinnati heartbeat different than like a Cleveland heartbeat. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm coming up. Probably with is because of the smog in Cleveland. Oh, right. Get a little more fresh air there. Yeah. 
There's also tshop.spreadshirt.com slash conspiracy therapy podcast where you can buy our swag, which is a link that you can find on every single episode when we drop it. We're on Podomatic. We're on Podbean. We're on Spotify. Spotify. What else do we have, guys? Instagram. Yeah, we're on Instagram. Also, uh, heads up to anyone who's interested in anything on the spread shirt shop uh july 25th through july 30th you can get 20 percent off any two items oh snap so buy one item that's cool get two items and get 20 percent off even cooler get yes. a mug get a mug and a shirt yeah Definitely. i think i gotta get a mug mm-hmm. you I, already have a beautiful mug i do but what's better than one beautiful mug two beautiful mugs that's for true. sure True. I want to give one big special shout out now at the end of the episode to my boy Adam, who actually recommended we did Sirhan Sirhan for the conspiracy therapy, the uh, conspiracy therapy episode that we were going to cover. And I also want to give another really big shout out to Psycho underscore links for winning the t shirt contest. Basically, winning the t shirt contest mm-hmm. with his Godiger. You want to talk about surprise of the century? That was fucking awesome. Check out our yeah. Instagram. Check out our Facebook. It's the only place to see where we get post. that tatted on me somewhere. I know, right? <laughs> the goat girl. Yeah. Thanks for doing that, man. It really means a lot to us. I mean, yeah. we're, like I said, we've we've mentioned this in many episodes in all of our shows that this is a DIY thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're not we're holding this up with bubblegum tape and 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 labat blue cans like this is this is this is what it is and you know we hope you guys like it we're going to keep doing this as long as we can we have so many episodes to cover so many things we want to cover so thank you from the bottom of, of our nicotine really hearts. josh <laughs> we For love shame. you guys and we will see you next week. Wait. Oh, doesn't anybody have something to say? You can also rest your penis on my tongue. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> do that, man. That'll never come to, back to haunt you. Nope. Larry's soundboard always comes back to haunt me. Do you have just a whole page of just Ryan? Probably has two pages for Ryan. Of course. Of course. Oh, shit. You know, what, you, know what, you know what? I do have one thing I want before we get out the door, guys. You know what we haven't heard in at least five or six episodes? A good Zanzizi Zambibi. Zanzizi Bibi. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week on another episode of the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. Have a great one. Say conspiring with the grays on the mothership. Mark of the beast. Control the whole globe through computer chips. They change legislation. Affect the laws. Targeting black folks without no probable call. America's a corporation. Still got niggas to change. They got secret concentration camp streets with no names. Just waiting for the jump off. They planned it like that. We killing each other. But the government's supplying the straps. The fix is here, they tryna silence Whether it's through mind control, poison or violence Daily disease, viruses, chemical warfare Electric frequencies with toxins in the air Mass hypnosis affecting the whole cultures Satanic vultures, they killing niggas like poachers They control your vertical and your horizontal
horizontal If this was the matrix system Then I would be the oracle Food full of chemicals Lead in the water They got more liquor stoves The churches on the car Who really killed Malcolm X? Who killed Martin Luther? And who y'all think is the shooter? Really ain't the shooter Mind manipulation Hand quicker than the eye And did Biggie really call his death When he was born to die? And was Pac reminiscing on the premonition? Look, let me explain. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.